It's another Manly Monday, and this Manly Monday, it may not seem to be a strictly masculine topic, but hear me out, because I think this is something that men smash up against more than women just because of the social expectations on men, and I think that's really important. And this is some of the stuff we're going to talk about in the men's group. Um, I'm going to start promoting this more actively as we start to build it we could really use your port your support forming the men's group we've got enough money to do a few weeks now so we're gonna be good to go probably end of september early october because we want people to settle back down into their regular fall routines but uh help support this channel become a monthly patron patreon.com slash leanna k uh, coffee.com slash Leanna K for the one-on-one -on -one Leanna Care sessions uh, or the men's group GoFundMe. Any amount is, uh, is it helps um, and I almost hit the stop button instead of the fade button. Go me. It's going to be one of these days. All right. We're talking about challenges versus attacks. And this is something I see a lot um, in. And why do I say this is more more significant for men. Well, because men are expected to be more active. Women can get away with more passive men. It's, we all know it's treated as a very different thing, right? I don't have to prove that case. Hopefully not. We can just make that a self-evident truth. Awesome. And because of that, the language that's used for things and the way we approach uh, challenges is really important because if someone treats a challenge like an attack, you're not going to get a good result. And I noticed this on social media a lot. You know, someone will challenge me, I'll push back and I'll get accused with, of being aggressive or not very nice. And that's confusing. Or someone will say they were insulted when I said, I'm not persuaded. You know, someone's taking a challenge to their opinions as an attack. And that doesn't, that puts you behind in the long run. Now, how can you tell if it's a challenge or an attack? Well, a challenge focuses on the idea. And a challenge respects certain rules of engagement, right? You don't need to be, you know, if, if somebody starts name calling, it's no longer a challenge. It's an attack. All gloves are off. Too bad. But if somebody checks you, that is not an attack, that's a challenge. You can meet the challenge. And it's very important. You can't meet the challenge if you're treating it like an attack. Because then you're going to overdo it and somebody's going to be, whoa, what the hell? I was just talking. Now, easier said than done when you have trauma. And that's why I'm separating this. Because, you know, before I got treatment, everything was a fight. It is 
it is a thing about growing up in certain neighborhoods that you have to be the biggest, baddest motherfucker on the block so people don't mess with you. But what ends up happening is that your, um, your reactions get so revved that you start getting flooded with you know, adrenaline, cortisol, all those must do something now, uh, chemicals, and it impacts your decision-making. And that means you don't, it, it, it affects your, your, your cognitive response because it's intended to get you to move fast. And sometimes if you move fast, you break things. So it's really important, especially online where let's face it, no one is going to hurt you, even if it feels like they are. Um, it's really important to catch yourself when you're feeling attacked and take stock and feeling attacked is okay. Cause we all have our sensitivities and you know, somebody claim I'm, I'm putting myself above other people by saying we all have sensitivities. They find it condescending. No, this is something I had to deal with myself. Having a sensitivity is not a bad thing. Recognizing our own sensitivities allows us to be more compassionate to other people regarding their sensitivities. And um, that is very important for projecting strength because strength is not power. Strength is strength. Like strength isn't about being the loudest person in a room. Strength is about, eh, you're not going to move me. Eh, you know, Superman, it tickles, right? With the bullets bouncing off. And aggression isn't strength. Truly strong people are going to see an abundance of aggression as weakness, the opposite of strength. And for those people that insist I've mellowed, I think that's more it. It's that um, because I've been canceled so many damn times, it's like, eh, but I have to watch that too because part of the reason I made, I've started making the Zelda videos again is that I like those concepts. I just got so tired of people putting words in my mouth. And it's like, this isn't worth it. But I got so interested in the complexities of Zelda lore playing Tears of the Kingdom that I was like, she's not a damsel in distress. And thing about Tears of the Kingdom, it is it's such a legacy game, right? It, it, it pays so much love to past games to the point that there's like Link's old outfits that are collectible in the game from previous games. And if you watch what I do on Twitch, there's so much stuff. I, I run around in the Midna helmet because I love Midna. I love Midna so much. I named a cat after her. And I'm like, yeah, 
um, I didn't know she was going to be the teeniest one when she was named Minna, but she's the teeniest one, and that makes sense. Um, but, you know, I'm like, I like this deep analysis. But, of course, being labeled a gender traitor wasn't fun. But, you know, with the comments in the videos where people going, you know, they feel validated because they feel their, see their opinion expressed sometimes more succinctly or, or eloquently. That's important, right? That's a thing I can do. And I just had to be passionate about something enough to overcome how damn tired I was because it's not, I mean, if you see me on Twitch, no, I have not mellowed. And it's funny because people are like, you're really mean on Twitter. And then you know, you're really, you're really mellowed. Like, which is it people like, holy shit. But I've determined that these are just people who don't understand that just cause I challenge something doesn't mean I'm attacking them. But I also, you know, find it increasingly irritating when people argue for the sake of arguing. Because that's just exhausting, right? After a while, it's like, I'm not going to fight with somebody who loves to fight. Because that's like getting down in the muck with a pig. The pig likes it there's going to be an unending amount of muck. And so it's, it's important to recognize both the difference between a challenge and an attack in yourself and the difference between the challenge and an attack coming at you. And to me, I know I'm just challenging someone, not attacking them when I still have a sense of humor about something. It's very rare for me to just attack someone. Because why? Especially on the internet. Uh, but of course, you know, the whole JK Rowling labeling me. That was a weird one. Because it started off as her referring to another guy as a pedophile apologist at me. But then her flying monkeys went pedo apologist, then pedo. And that's how I learned the word nonce. Um, but she's directly responsible for that because she kicked up the hornet's nest. She knows it's there. She knows people do that to people that she calls out by handle. She shouldn't be doing that. That's an attack on someone. That's not just a challenge that is getting someone dogpiled. Most people can't handle that. And so, you know, you got to be real careful who you call out by name. Now, I do sometimes call people out by name, but I'm real careful when it's just, you know, hey, look at this twit, you know. That was funnier when it was called Twitter instead of X. As an example of an opinion, and I, I admit I'm more likely to do it on something that seems like a burner troll account because, hey, 
don't pick on somebody bigger than you. You know, if it's if it's an account that seems like just a misguided person. Why? Be, there's no there's no point in embarrassing someone who is is trying. Someone who is being unnecessarily aggressive. OK, you're you attacked me. Can you handle your own medicine? Most of them can't. And social media is weird that way because do sometimes people get it wrong? Sure, we all do. And that's why we really have to make sure we use as little as little force as possible to make the point. And that's that's another way I can tell whether I'm challenging someone or attacking someone. Am I checking my swing a little? Yeah, I am. Okay, just a challenge. You know, my proverbial dick isn't in it. And you really see who can handle it and who can't. And I think that um, I never understand people getting freaked out by a quote tweet as someone who, you know, Anita Sarkeesian snarky quote tweeted me, JK Rowling snarky quote tweeted me. Like I've had people, I've gotten dogpiled from a quote tweet. Big fucking deal, right? I don't understand why people get quite so upset. But when someone gets very upset about a quote tweet and they quote tweet, well, if you don't like it, why are you doing it to other people? And that's another thing about challenges. If you're just challenging, you're not throwing at another person something that causes you pain. And... You know, you, you can't, you can't necessarily predict what's going to hurt another person. Sometimes people have sensitivities that you couldn't possibly have predicted, right? There's accidentally hitting a nerve. And then there's doing something you know is cruel. You know, I never understand why people bring my gender, my weight, my age, my lack of beauty or uh, the fact that I have a lot of cats into a discussion about video games, you know, like, great, I'm unfuckable. Uh, and what does this have to do with Mortal Kombat 11? You know, like, what the fuck? Uh, that's an attack when you're bringing in uh, unrelated elements to the whole thing. If it's not, you know, if, if, if part of someone's character isn't directly contradicting their message, then um, it's not relevant. And bringing it in is just a cheap shot and therefore an attack. Bringing in something that is relevant is a challenge, you know. 
I had a thing on Twitch last Tuesday where someone was basically because I don't believe in the state interfering with private medical decisions for any age. And someone said, I was with you until you mentioned minors. And everybody went, whoa. And I said, you know, you're you're basically accusing me of being OK with child abuse. Like, don't do that. And he, he didn't walk it back. And this guy's a Christian, right? And so then he said that rapists should be should be executed. And I said, okay, that's not what the Bible says. Why do you get to disagree with the Bible? Because rape's a property crime in the Bible. No, I don't agree with that. But I'm not the one that says we need to agree with the Bible. So, you know, why does he get to disagree with the Bible there? But people who are supportive of trans youth, why can't we disagree with the Bible? Why is he allowed and we're not? And I had to ask that question like five or six times until I finally got an answer. Dancing all around, trying to go to abortion, trying to go to that. And that's the stuff that pisses people off. Because, you know, first of all, if you're going to engage in something, please know what you're talking about. Because otherwise, you're just making noise for, I don't know. Um, But if you don't know what you're talking about, the intensity of opinion doesn't make sense. That's just aggression. That is not a healthy challenge. And if you are going to engage with someone, only do it. If you think the person is going to respond in good faith. Because if they aren't, there's no point in engaging. If you're not going to answer their questions, if you're not going to engage on the stuff they ask you, why are you doing it? Well, you're, you're just you're just doing it to exist. You're just doing it to take a crack. You're not you're not improving anything. You're not mounting a healthy challenge. You're just I don't know. I admit I don't understand why people attack. But when you're on the receiving end of things, there there was another instance a couple weeks back where a guy said something and I knew his first language wasn't English. And so I gave that guy more leeway for a word choice, right? Because obvious. And so those things matter. I think that if you're challenging, good rule of thumb is to give maximum benefit of the doubt. So it's not, you think this, it's what about this? A challenge starts with, why did you say that? Why did you go in that direction? Or what about this? Not, you're wrong or bad take. That's just, that isn't a challenge, that's a judgment. Present a counter argument. I see so many people going bad take or I don't think you're right or disagree. 100% disagree or something like that. And they provide no, no supporting evidence. And I go, that's nice. I'm not interested. Thanks. I was just trying to make conversation. Okay, that might be the intent, but how was I disagree 
with nothing else, bad take. How is that starting conversation? It's not giving the other person due respect because you're not offering a counterclaim. Because what are they supposed to do? Tell me why I'm wrong. I see no point in engaging with somebody who all they have to offer is disagreement. That's unchallenging. That's, this is me being judgmental. I find it boring. I find it boring when people think that just the, the statement of their disagreement is enough to start a conversation. It's not. Especially when someone says 100% disagree. It'll be, that's nice. We have nothing to talk about then. Well, why not? I was starting a conversation. Well, if it's 100% disagreement, it's going to be a waste of time. Well, you could persuade me. I'm not interested in persuading you. I don't care what rando on the internet thinks. And these are the things that if you find you're getting bad reactions from people when you're engaging with things, that is something to check. You can say the exact same thing. For instance, um, I can't stand Shadowheart in Baldur's Gate 3. I just, I, I'm not going to get into why because that's a derail. But um, if I were to talk to somebody about it, you know, but I like uh, oh, I'm blanking on the Githyanki, the, the unpopular character uh, growing on me. I will go, you know, if somebody's like, you know, or, or somebody's like, Carlax sucks. Like, no, Carlax's good. But I'll be like, well, what about this? Well, what about this? Well, what about this element of the character? That's not going, you're wrong. That's going, these are details, right? And that's how you get discussions where both people are allowed opinions, but you can challenge each other without attacking each other. Try to take out the statement of judgment. So try to remove your wrong, hard disagree, don't name the fucking logical fallacy, just present another set of facts. Present a counter argument. Don't just go, you're wrong. That is the difference between, and that's a very mild version without name calling or anything like that. If you want to be seen as challenging instead of attacking, don't add those judgments. Just present the argument. It's the clearest way. Now, when you're on the receiving end, look for those things. Are they calling you names? Are they, um, you know, are there any indications that they are not just sticking to the facts? Also, consider they might be autistic. That is something I check myself on all the time. Because especially in text, it's hard to tell. And sometimes if somebody's new and I'm like, whoa, came in a little hot there, Sparky, I'll check to see other things they've said to other people and it can it can become clear fairly quickly that someone is not attempting to be abrasive. They're just 
autistic and they're missing something. And some people can just be awkward, but I don't know. I think some of those people are undiagnosed autistic too. If you're providing maximum benefit of doubt to people, you will find far fewer things attacks and far more things challenges, especially when it comes to media. Media is not ever attacking you personally. It does not know you, you know, unless it's something where it's directly naming you. Media does challenge, but fictional media doesn't attack precisely because it's fiction. It's not an academic paper. It's not a news article, you know, it's fiction, meaning it's not about you. It's about ideas. So I felt this in response to media. You know, I got incredibly triggered by a particular thing in the Castlevania cartoon. I didn't make a video about how attacked I felt from the Castlevania cartoon. I actually thought it was a really good plot point. It just hit way too close to home. And I checked myself. And I caught it. It's like, this is very challenging content. Why? Because, yes, you ended up in a really shitty situation based on exactly that. That's why it kicked you in the nuts. But it wasn't attacking you. It was just very challenging content. Try it. See if it doesn't improve your social stuff. And if you're practicing that as a, as a communicator instead of a receiver, and then someone goes, I feel very attacked. Well, it's possible they're being manipulative. It, all, it also possibly might be they're just not in the headspace for a debate and if they're not don't ignore that don't keep going it's just oh done feel attacked have a nice day next there's no point in continuing if somebody's saying that because that'll just get you labeled and nobody wants that all right help support this channel become a monthly patron patreon.com slash leanna k or buy a one-time leanna care session for someone you can use if you can't afford it or sign up for a leanna care session if something about this has brought up questions and you want more personal attention coffee.com slash leanna k or the men's group the gofundme where we can unpack these issues in a group setting get support and opinions from other men uh and I didn't have the Manly Monday thing ready to switch to go me. Oh, God. It's uh, there we go. Thanks for watching.